does an emotionally mature woman look like? From the lady side. I personally, I will say that it's a woman that understands that if there has been some baggage or some turmoil in your life, you do not put it on the next person. Mm. You do, you, yeah. you work. I don't care if it's therapy. I don't care if you got to go see a life coach, a guru, whoever it may be, yoga, gym, whatever you do to de-stress and to kind of lift yourself up. Because you have to realize when you are dating someone, you are dating the exterior as well. Now, The Two Men is not a dating show, it's not a run, it's not any of that. It's a conversation about men in relationships bringing on the perspective of the ladies. The ladies. Everybody's been asking about the ladies. Now, without further ado, the ladies, please introduce yourselves. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelly, and thank you so much for having me here today. Hi, guys. I'm Lori. Hey, everyone. I'm Kenny, and I'm happy to be back. Back from the grave, back from the back with the boys. Crazy. It's oh, been a long time since you've been on camera. Hey, man. Glad to have you here. Now, for sure, I love this discussion about like men and relationships. Of course, you know, bringing on the perspective of the ladies, because that's important more than anything, right? 100%. Sure. I mean, the, the Vlad versus the boys, we talked as boys. We did. We but did. the ladies are here. We're going to give them a chance to speak. That's right. Let's <laughs> say peace. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Now, <laughs> please, please, tell me, how's your day been? My day's been good. Productive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can't complain. Definitely. Lori? It's long, you know, every day is long, but we're here and it's going to be happy, right? It's going to be a happy time. Right, right, right. I, got, I got a question. When you hear like men in relationships, where does your mind go? When you hear like the term boyfriend material, what does that strike out? Husband material. Husband material, boyfriend material. I feel like um, husband material is different from boyfriend material. Really? Very much so. Yeah, because like a boyfriend can be temporary, but a husband is forever, your whole life, you know? So, you know, just someone who's loyal. Someone, yeah, someone who you can trust. But I feel like for husband, I don't know, what do you think? For me, I personally think that it's about accountability and mm -hmm. also keeping your word. Because mm -hmm. as a boyfriend, you can hop, skippity, do really as much as you would like to, right? You know, you can do as you please, you can go. But when you do get married, I think that there is this sign of commitment. And mm -hmm. I think that there is a sign of like, okay, we legally end this together, you mm -hmm. know? Um, of course, boyfriends should be able to hold that loyalty. But I think the loyalty is even like grounded more when you're married. Uh, in my personal opinion because it's a whole legal thing you had to sign and yeah. like a whole ceremony that you had to go through and all these different things and probably if you think about longevity it's been these trials and tribulations that we just know like mm -hmm. as human beings that we go through yeah That's it's, how a I lot, see it. it's a lot of like standing on your word like, exactly if you give your words something you gotta be able to stand you exactly. have to be able to trust them exactly and you feel it more if you don't gotcha, i feel like gotcha. Kenny, when girls say boyfriend material what do you think they mean I'm curious. It depends, <laughs> it depends because you can't place every girl or every woman in the box. You can't. You really can't. No, you can't. Because everyone's true, at different maturity levels. <laughs> true. It's so, true. Yes. Well, I guess the common misconception is like, you know, someone who's loyal, mm -hmm. someone who's sweet, got, got their finances together a little right. bit. 
But in reality, it's a lot deeper than that, the loyalty aspect. And before you even get to husband material, you have to be a great boyfriend to begin with. Right. And that's that's yes. the foundation, that's your building blocks. Yes. And if you're not able to secure on that, then a husband's not even gonna, you're not gonna be a husband at that point because you already messed up on the beginning stages. So hmm. it's so, taking the dating stage really seriously. Sincerely seriously. Yeah, because some people like to have fun, some people like to be a bit more mature about it, whatsoever. And even on like the first episode episode, we talked about having a, a dating for a good time or dating for a long time. Mm. And it's important to like know what this person is dating for whatsoever. Mm. And whether they can stand on it. Like some people say they're dating for a good time, but they end up trying to make it a long time. Or somebody saying a long time, they're just trying to have fun a little bit and not really mean what they say. Exactly. And as we said, like standing on your word is important. Yeah. But like when it comes to like, it comes down to maturity. Can you be mature in like what you want? What do you guys think? Can you be mature in what you want? Yeah. Like if somebody says, okay, I want to have just a, I want to have just a, a, a short-term relationship or just nothing serious. Can they really like, can you trust that word with that? I think the person has to be confident in what they're saying. Because mm. I feel like um, in the dating scene right now, people are scared to be serious, you know? They're like, oh, if I'm too serious, it's probably gonna like scare this person away. So like, the guys are like, I want something light, and the girl's like, okay, I want something light too. But you know, <laughs> you want to transform it, you want to keep him, and yeah. I feel like um, a lot of us might not be too confident in our word. Like, if you want something light, be serious about that. If you want something serious, like, don't be wishy-washy. But it kind of is scary because like. You know, I feel like all of us are scared of commitment. Yeah. You talked about commitment yeah. earlier. Um, and some people, like, the end goal is commitment, mm -hmm. but they're kind of nervous to talk about that at the beginning. Should people Which be nervous problem. about commitment? Because <laughs> if it was easy, everybody would do it. <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's a scary thing. You know, you know, the goal is to do it once, you know, mm -hmm. like, to get married once, um, to have one husband, um, and that's scary because that's your whole life. That's like 50, 60, 70 years. I personally think it's scary if it's not the right person. I think because if you know that this person has shown you that they have time and time again have shown up, have been there, have been that supportive person, that supportive partner. I get it. It's hard to put yourself in that vulnerable position of, oh my God, I'm going to be a girlfriend. I'm going to be a wife. I'm going to be a fiance. But that's a part of life. Right. Like, it's you supposed to. I personally think that you can't be on this earth without, like, that real person. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes, we all can, of course, do our lives, be single, have a great day, you know, not be married, whatever. But life is really great when you have a partner, like a real person with you to yeah. walk through certain steps with. So I feel like if you've met that person and you know that person's a good person, go for it. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, there really are seven billion people in this world. Like I, re I really don't think that that person is the end all be all, right? I mean, it sucks, it does, but it's gonna be fine. Like I think you know we gotta chill. Our, our generation gotta chill, like and just relax. Like, we think too much into things, in my opinion. 
I know mm. I definitely fall into that trap. Yeah. Like thinking like, okay, I this gotta be the perfect scenario mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And thankfully I've had the voice to kind of like oh. talk me out of it a bit. Yeah. You know, some situations that some situations. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the problem though. You know, what? you can't think of life as being everything so perfect. Like mm -hmm. when you're with that right person, it, there's going to be situations and you have to yourself think like okay is this worth moving forward or is this something where i'm just gonna have to be like all right we gotta sit back mm -hmm. and relax and sure. i gotta go and i feel like honestly no matter what type of relationship or bond it is there's always your non-negotiables and your negotiables of course yeah and i feel like sometimes especially let's take our generation you know as an example right we have to be more better at being upfront mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. with mm -hmm. our intentions yeah and not just being upfront with them but actually willing to act on them Right. Because I could say all the nice intentions I want in the world, mm -hmm. but if I don't follow through, like your word, mm -hmm. as you were saying, it doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But it also goes back to what was our, what was our, how should I put it? What was our foundation before? Mm -hmm. exactly. mm -hmm. Did we have a friendship foundation. before? Did I just meet you randomly? Yeah. And where you meet mm -hmm. the person, it do matter to a degree. Right. I, I was. It, like in what way? Does it? I mean, it can. I, I'm right here with you, Katie. I'm right. I'm right here with it you. It does. He's elaborating. For some situations, if I meet you in said location, around said environment, let's take for example, we live in Miami. We know how Miami. Is. We live in Miami. If I'm at Club Seven. You can't find love in the club? And I'm trying <laughs> to say sponsor, by the way. Not Unless you guys want to sponsor <laughs> And I'm trying to say, I'm going to find my future wife at Club 7. <laughs> Wait, you might be killing me, bro. You <laughs> might. But <laughs> the goal is you want to increase the probability of it happening, right? Mm -hmm. right so right. nine times when most people go to Club Seven. Mm -hmm. It's not to settle. We gotta be real. It's not to settle down. So you can't be surprised when things don't work out. It, they, yes, that's where I was. Going as long as you know yeah, what you're yeah. getting yourself into, like you gotta be able to take the heat and so on. But you also gotta be willing at the end of the day to work on yourself as well too. Like you're a quality person, you gotta be a quality person yourself at the end of the day. Exactly. And it's not just finances. Your mentality. Can you take? Can you handle criticism? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are you a good listener? Mm -hmm. Do you know how to speak with a good tone? Because right. it's not just how you, it's not what you say, it's how you how say you it. How you say it, yeah. And no, once importantly, are you, are you a person that counts mistakes, like hold it against a person mm -hmm. or hold grudges? Mm -hmm. So I feel like all, all those things plays a role in finding like the right, there's no perfect partner, but there's a perfect partner for you, mm -hmm. if that I makes agree. sense. Mm -hmm. Even though they may not necessarily be perfect. You still don't think this person can't be the club, Kenny? I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a very, very, very small chance. Very small chance. Very I just want to increase our odds. In Miami. In Miami. In Miami. I've learned Miami is very different from like other places. Like we, we, Miami stuff. we, like we low key can't leave Miami and feel like we're in Miami. Exactly. That's I true. firmly agree with that. South Florida, like we all grew up here, but it's like, there's no place like South Florida. Mm -hmm. That sucks. <laughs> that 
got various last nights. Yo, that's not fair. Atlanta begs to differ, I guarantee you. I've said, if someone from Atlanta watching this, I know they're going to say something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Atlanta has a really bad rap right now, especially right now. <laughs> no, but I feel like Miami, like, okay, so I'm not from here. I'm from West Palm. Well, I feel like people are not serious. Like in Miami, because a lot of people are just young and ready for fun and like not ready for like seriousness, not ready to settle down. Um, they're just here, especially people who are implants, people who like travel, who came from somewhere else. Uh -huh. They're here to have the Miami experience, right. Right. you know, right. and um, that makes it kind of scary when it comes to dating people who are also not from Miami, because you're like, okay, what what are your intentions? Are you here for a good time, a long time? Like, what's going on? True. So, and it's a big city thing. I feel like um, every big city you go to, um, we might run into similar problems. People right. are just traveling there, mm -hmm. trying to have fun. Yeah. And I, I love to have fun too, but like, I'm not someone who can be in situations that aren't serious. You know, I'm not a casual dater, but some people are. And that kind of goes back to what you were saying. Like, mm -hmm. you have to choose your lane and stick to it. True. You can't yeah. just be wishy-washy. Yeah. It's hard in big cities. Yeah. Big cities have that bad rap. New York has that bad rap. L.A. definitely has that bad rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I heard about some things. Hey, <laughs> we had some stories. We had this debate. We had this. Wait, 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 wait. Houston. Tell oh. me, tell me about Houston. Well, that one is the up and coming New yeah, Miami. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston's pretty much becoming Miami like, all over again. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, definitely trying to find something serious within like a, a very big. It's like a needle in a haystack. Right. Very I know. Big yeah. Sometimes you just gotta like. But how do you know it's like okay, you're being too picky though. Because <laughs> I know I could fall into that, like being too picky into yeah. a little bit. But it's like, how do you know you're being too picky versus being like, okay, these are my standards. I'm not. I shouldn't compromise on this. I think is there a difference between standards and your negotiables and your non-negotiables? Because ne negotiables are the picky aspect you're talking about, the give and takes. I can work with this, I can work with that. Right. Non-negotiable, that's something you gotta, that's the standard. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people try to blend the two in reality, you can't yes. blend them. Yeah. You have to separate them. I agree Very completely true. with that because I, I think, especially our gen, I'll say our generation, I'm 23, I know that you guys said you were in your 20s too, and I think you're in your 20s too, right? Yeah. So I think that for us, we have all of these expectations where they're realistic versus unrealistic. Mm -hmm. So for example, you should expect a man or a woman to be respectful to you. Mm -hmm. You know, whether that be, I'm, I'm old school. I do believe in the opening the door. I do believe okay. in the coming to the door and saying hello. Exactly. I'm not burning my grass and, and waiting for me outside. Like I'm not, I don't know what, I'm, 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 I ain't throwing no shade, but that's really true, you know? And you know, the whole just asking a person out or saying how they're doing, how they're doing. I believe in that, right? Um, but I also know that in our generation, I don't expect you to have $50 billion in the bank to get me a Birkin tomorrow or a Mercedes tomorrow because that's the way that you think that you will court me in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they always say, like these rappers today, these singers today, it's amazing, obviously, if somebody gets you that car or whatever like that. But what is the real sign of love? Like, yeah, what not. expectation are you setting for yourself, right? Um, your expectation and your non-negotiable should be, yeah, no cheating, lying, all the, the, the things that we all know. Yeah. Um, 
but I think there needs to be an understanding of material and the parts of like that emotional real love that our generation I feel like is missing out because everything now I feel like is material I feel like our world today is like if you got me this yes I love you you did me I love you and it's like yes I, I do love you but I want to love you, not what your pockets say. That right. you know what it is, right? So I think I think that's that's a big one for me. I'd say, yeah. True, I like that. I like I like where this conversation is going. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of good advice. I'm not gonna lie to you, but let's go to commercial one quick time, one little quick commercial, and we'll be right back to this conversation. All right? I'm already interested. Say I meet them on Instagram. <laughs> mm -hmm. This sounds specific, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram and July 3rd right. at 4 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back, we're back, we're back. And I'm loving this conversation instead. Talk about non-negotiables, negotiables, stuff like that. I'm going to be honest, one non-negotiable for me is emotional maturity. Hmm. From a woman. Emotional <laughs> maturity. And like, I've seen some cases where there were some women who didn't have emotional emotional maturity and some who did, and it's like, yo, is this something I need? Is that? Whatever I gotta do to have it, if I gotta pay a million dollars to work my so if 80, 100 hours day, work days, I'll do it. Can you elaborate what that means to you? Emotional, emotional maturity. Yeah. Right. So emotional maturity for me is like, even though she may feel something before she acts on it, she's willing to like kind of understand it a lot much more. Okay, regulating her emotions. Yeah, because mm -hmm. right. it's like, even though like, let's say, basic example, somebody cuts you off in traffic. Oh, obviously you're gonna want to like, give them peace in your mind, but it's like, okay, that's the emotions talking. What should I do? Okay, is this an appropriate time for this? Or if this needs to be addressed, okay, do, can I wait off for it? How do I address it? Because just like you said, it's just not about what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. at least for guys, a woman can like hurt us emotionally more than anything. Like a guys, guys could hurt each other, but when women hurt guys, it's like very different. And so at least for me, I'd say like, okay, emotional maturity, she needs that. Cause I'm not saying I'm gonna easily be hurt, but if she's my woman, if she's gonna be my wife, she's gonna know stuff that no other woman right. can. Right. No other man right. is going to know. So she's going to have a certain amount of ammo against her. That trust. Does she have the emotional maturity to not use it? Even though she has it. Okay. That's what I think about it. What do you think? I would honestly, before you even emotional maturity, do she even have respect for you to begin with? Because mm. so, I think it starts with that first. Because if she doesn't, if that woman doesn't have respect for you, emotional, emotional maturity won't even being a question anymore because right. they won't even right. get to that point right yeah but i also feel like emotional maturity at the end of the day it's there's certain baselines that you need to have like number one being honest yes. with your emotions yes like there's some women that they're not honest with their emotions some men as well too like they try to deceive themselves mm -hmm. and if you're trying to deceive yourself that's the worst person to deceive because at the end of the day you have to be the one to tell yourself the truth because no one else is obligated to do it for you so I feel like a woman that's honest with her emotions, but number one, even if her emotions may be in a form of resentment or, or situation, how she delivers it. Because there's a way for you to deliver your emotions, but still be respectful about it. And even though like that's always different depending, but 
if the person you're trying to communicate communicate that with loves you and respects you at the end of the day, why would you try to lash out on them when they're just trying to hear you out? Mm -hmm. So the problem you're trying to attack the problem, not the person. Exactly. And I feel like that's the one thing about emotional material you always have to remember is the the two parties involved are not the issue, but the problem itself right. is the issue. I got a question for the woman. Since we got the ladies here, I gotta ask. What, like we said it from our side, but what does an emotionally mature woman look like from the lady side? I personally, I will say that it's a woman that understands that if there has been some baggage or some turmoil in your life, you do not put it on the next person. Mm. You do you yeah. you work. I don't care if it's therapy. I don't care if you gotta go see a life coach, a guru, whoever it may be, yoga, gym. Whatever you do to de-stress and to kind of lift yourself up, because you have to realize when you are dating someone, you are dating the exterior as well. Like if you're dating a guy, right, if, if you're dating a guy who's a, a NASCAR driver, right, let's just say that for a fact. This man is training every day. This man is doing a lot of things. He's in a lot of different races. He's probably worried about when his next race is going to come. If he's going to crash, like all these different things. Yeah. He's probably providing for his family. He's probably doing all these different things. So... You have to understand whatever's happening in your life, you recognize that. You go into that understanding, all right, I know what my partner goes through, I know what I go through. So how can I compromise my, like, how can I compromise in terms of making sure that my feelings are met, but also his feelings are met too, you know, because I, I think that a lot of times when we're in relationships, I know I'm, I'm uh, a culprit of this, how I used to be. I used to be like, it's about me and that's it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't really care. It, I would always think like that. And I had to realize, like, Kelly, like, there's two people in this. Like, you just said, like, mm -hmm. there's two of you in this. And to be emotionally mature is to address that we both have things going on. And how can we lean on each other? How can I water you and you water me exactly. back? You know? Because it's, it's, you're two becoming one, if that makes any sense. Right. You know? What about you? I definitely agree. So an emotionally mature woman, um, you said it so beautifully, by the way. Um, it was literally everything that I was thinking. Someone who, you have to be aware of yourself. You have to be aware of your traumas. You have to be aware of how those manifest in your life right now. Because believe it or not, what you've been through it, it is part of your story and it influences your perspective in this world. So it comes with a lot of like digging, a lot of like um, introspection and that can be scary sometimes you need help and support with that in the form of therapy you know maybe past there's someone who can help you really peer in um, and then once you know those things about yourself it, it comes with regulating how you operate with you said it beautifully how you operate with other people um, you have to be aware of those things like how your how your background your experiences are influencing the way that you present in different situations and that's where the regulation comes in um, and especially for a partner um, I could understand you might be experiencing negative emotions but your partner is not a trash can they're not someone who like is just receptive of anything and everything yeah, yeah. you guys yeah, are supposed to be like reinforcing each other you know if you're feeling bad you can say I'm feeling bad instead of showing it like just exactly. throwing it out at them and it's so easy to say it, and we all make mistakes, but the goal is to continue to improve. And I see a lot of people just say, that's just who I am. That's not enough. Like, if you want a positive and a healthy relationship, like, you have to work on who you are so that that healthiness can, can be reflected in that relationship. So 
Um, it's a process. It takes time. And you have to be willing to invest in that time. It's not going to be fast or overnight. As you can tell, this is music to our ears. I will say when you were just saying, too, I think, as well, this goes back to our expectations. Mm -hmm. One thing that I think is an issue in a lot of relationships, you already expect that person to be at that emotional level. Right. Yeah. Because I know there's some people who are introverts, extroverts, ambiverts, right? So I will blame out all my emotions. And then my partner could be a person who's, you know, really close. Like opening up is literally like a dungeon for them, right? Like right. it's like jail for them. Right. And you have to really kind of check yourself for a second and say, all right, let me relax for a moment and let me see what's the best way to ask them what is the best way that you open up about your emotions exactly. is it do you color do you you know go out and play basketball <laughs> <laughs> listen listen okay we're not 20 but we can still color you know do you write it out mm -hmm. do you sing it in a song do you not talk about it that's another thing too do you not talk about it until you reach a certain point in your life yeah. you know yeah. you, and you got to see is are you is it worth waiting for the person to open up and, and to give those emotions to? Because some things could be paralyzing for some people. Yeah. You know, right. we, we don't think about that a lot. What's weird is because guys sometimes take it upon themselves to deal with her emotions. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes we'll want to feel like Superman or like to feel yes. like the guy in relation to feel like, okay, I'm doing my part means, okay, if she's being emotional, she gets to be that and I need to be able to, be, to deal with it. Right. So a lot of guys get like a little bit, not just heartbroken, but like scarred because they have a relationship with a girl who wasn't emotionally mature, but they said, okay, I'm a guy, I just need to deal with it. So mm. sometimes we, we definitely don't do that. Mm. What do you think, Kenny? I'll say one important thing about emotional wall, everything we've been talking about is patience, especially when it comes to opening up. Just because I want you to open up, that doesn't mean you're going to open up on my time frame. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I have to understand you know, where you're coming from, I have to understand where your journey is. Right. So, and that's also meaning that I have to accept that you may not open up right now, but the best way for me to show you that I care about you opening up is supporting you and loving you every top way that I can. Yeah. Whether it's just checking on you, whether it's just asking hey, how you're doing, all that different type of stuff, whether just reassuring her, whether just making her always feel loved, welcome, and most importantly, not feel rushed. Because mm -hmm. I feel like if you're rushing somebody to open up, it's not going to be a genuine open up. And it will be worse. Instead of letting them go at their own pace in their own time. And I think that goes back to what we were saying about maturity. I mean, I think when it comes to men and women, everybody always has that battle. I think it was in the questions, like, yeah. do women mature faster than men? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to get into that, but, <laughs> but it kind of, it, I feel like that taps into what you were saying. Uh -huh. Because I have a lot to say about that, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah, something? Nothing? He's cute. But it's like, as a guy, it's 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 always tough, cause we like to say like, okay, we just gotta deal with it. But we guys have a point. We have a certain like everybody has a limit that they can go to. Right. But sometimes when you don't know your limits or you don't know like if this person is coming from a pure place, it's like you end up playing yourself. Like some guys like they might see the girl is reserved emotionally. And they may, they may take it upon themselves to like try to bring that emotion out of her, but then they get drained on that. Or some guys, it's like, oh, she's just being emotional, she's just being like outbursts or whatsoever. Like, you ever hear, I heard this thing from some girls, like they love hard, but I think that's a bit dangerous too. 
Because even with like elaborate on that one. Like <laughs> negative emotions, like okay, outbursts and stuff like that, that's not warranted. Mm -hmm. But if this person is like giving like affection just kind of recklessly, they're almost shooting the salt in the foot. Or like it back to that emotional maturity, emotional discipline. Because mm -hmm. like why are you showing this to this person? Why is it so easy to show it to this person? Mm -hmm. what do you guys think? No, I think that's part of regulation. Regulation can it can go at either extremes. Like either you're really bad at like um, regulating negative, mm -hmm. or you're really bad at ne regulating positive. You know, um, so I know exactly what you're talking about. People who are very loose with their affection and who are ready to just like love um, without that thermostat. You know, mm -hmm. like. That regulation is important at both ends because either way you can get hurt um, or, and you can end up hurting people. Like people will abuse either. Like if you love so easily, mm -hmm. someone will be like, okay, she, she's just going to always have love for me. I could do whatever and you're going to get hurt. If you love too hard, you're pushing away people who are ready to love for you um, and love you like unconditionally. So. I think that is it is dangerous. I've never really thought about that, but yeah. good point. Mm -hmm. Kelly, what you think? This, <laughs> this one's so interesting because I think that you have to pay attention to your partner about how they open up. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Everybody's super different. And I think that you have to know that if they're not opening up at a certain point that there's obviously certain reasons, and that's where like what we talk about that communication comes in. Um, but I also believe that if like, and this is for anybody who's scared to open up, um, I think that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's it's perfectly fine to be vulnerable. It's scary. It's it probably the scary. I would say it's scarier than you know bungee jumping off of like a, it you know. Is. Um, it's so terrifying. But I, what I will say is that you know whatever way you can do it, whether because I remember I was having a conversation with someone before. And they never talked about their breakup. They never talked about what happened. And they never spoke about what happened in their breakup. But I remember we were all out to lunch and they were just like, and yeah, and that's why, you know, he had done this. And it, it was almost like all of our friends were like, whoa, like, you know, know, because did we didn't know. But you realize like that's that person's timing. That's that person's elevation, you know. And, and I think that everybody has different patience levels. If you're a good friend that can be patient enough to hear your friend out when they're ready, perfect. If you're a guy who's ready to hear your girl out, perfect, vice versa. Um, but you can't want somebody to open up for your own good. I think that's a big one. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people will always be like, well, I need you to open up so I can know exactly what happened so I can know not how to treat you. That's At the end the of the day, <laughs> right, right, right. At the end of the day, I hope that everybody knows how to treat people. I really hope so because even if you didn't have a mom, even if you didn't have a dad, you didn't have brothers or sisters, you know what to do and what not to do with people. You know how to treat people. Well, and you but you can't expect that. You, you can't expect that from everybody. Some people Correct. don't know. I yeah, I would say that. I would say you can't expect that for everybody. But I hope that I hope that that initiative is in there. Does that make any oh, sense? Because I, I I don't expect any person right in life to just be like the greatest person ever. But I hope that they would have that have that good heart in them. Is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the whole part we're talking about love loosely, I feel like it goes back to a more initial standpoint. Mm -hmm. 
number one, do that person even love themselves? Mm. Or it could be number two, do that person even truly know themselves? Because if you truly know yourself, you know your limitations, you know your boundaries. Mm. But if before you even get into a relationship, you have to have a certain level of confidence and understanding about you as an individual. Because you're going to join a whole other person. And initially, it's not their responsibility to clean you up. It's at home exactly. or willing to help. But you have to come with something at least. Because it won't be fair to your partner if they have to clean up a lot of your, how should I put it? Certain characteristics that you didn't take time to heal from or take time to truly understand, and you're gonna put all, like we said, dump all of that on them. Right. So I feel like, number one, do the person truly know who they are? Mm -hmm. And number two, do they truly even love themselves? So I feel it really goes back to that thing. Yeah. Hmm. This thing about maturity, man, you gotta have it, but you also gotta find somebody who has it. And it's not a one day, it's not a one time thing. It's a daily thing. Cause you could be mature today, and then you can switch up tomorrow. You can. You can, because you know why? New challenges, you know, come about. But if you are constantly remembering the end goal and you're constantly having like a nice foundation mm -hmm. in terms of if I act out of character in this specific way, the end the negative result, you will always do good every single time. Oh. And maybe not result wise, but at least intention, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> like, um, the person you are now, like the challenges that you have now mm -hmm. at maybe like 25, 26, 27, mm -hmm. like when you're 35, it's different. It's different. Um, so you just have to learn how to be the best person in that situation. Um, and then also like in a relationship, it's a partnership. Um, so when, when you are struggling, it's important, like while you are patient with your partner, you have to be understanding about like their ability to receive like whatever you have to share um, and not everyone is ready at the same time so I think it's a lot you just have to be thinking about yourself thinking about your partner um, and I think that's like where it can be challenging and hopefully your partner is someone who can show you grace in the moments where you fail because I think we all will fail um, so I think that's really important to, to know that even if you're good now, you might not be the best later. Um, and hopefully you have someone who's willing to grow with you and understand. And patience. Yeah. Like that patience you said. Patience goes through truth. Sure. And on top of what you just said, I feel like the most important thing is accepting that it's okay not to have it all together. Yeah. yeah. That's the best. Y'all boys have to remind me of that. It's so because bad. I feel like especially now, everybody wants to have it together. And it's not realistic because, not. you know, you had this facade, you had this mask on because mm. you're trying to impress somebody, you're trying to be in a relationship with somebody. Mm. Whole time, you might be breaking down deep down inside. Mm. And when your partner finally sees that, a lot of us feel ashamed because, you know, it goes like what you're saying, like that whole ammo or being used against me. Yeah. But we, it also comes at the end that you have to be willing and be prepared and be okay to look weak, not weak, but not be at your best yeah. in front of your partner you and be okay with that but that's the thing about like as a guy like you have i'm not saying it's not the same for girls but as a guy you have to think about it like yo this is a girl that you're going to be vulnerable you have to it's trust, the trust. It's yeah the trust. you have to see enough to trust enough that you could be vulnerable with this woman because unfortunately anybody you're vulnerable vulnerable with can take that vulnerability and then throw it in your face or yeah. hurt you even more 
And with that too, I, I think I keep saying our generation just because like we're fresh in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of what you were saying about yeah. understanding that everything's not okay, stop comparing yourself. Comparison I mean, I think you have to live under a rock if you don't know this whole Cheesecake Factory story. You ain't never been a Cheesecake Factory, y'all. That's great. <laughs> we got to get this band of brown bread. But, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what is going on? I oh, no, it's, oh no. so, it's, so uh, <laughs> a girl went on a date to um, the Cheesecake Factory. Well, a guy took a girl on a date to the Cheesecake Factory. And she filmed herself, you know, it might have been a skit. That was first date, right? Yeah, first, first date. And she first said date. that she wouldn't get off the car because he <laughs> took her to the Cheesecake Factory. She was like, it's disrespectful, it's so low, like low, low maintenance spot, stuff like that. Oh, man. And then there was like a whole list of like a lot of places you can't take a girl on a date. They were like Cheesecake Factory, the movies, which is understandable. I saw church. Church. <laughs> we, I, me personally, I would take like a girl to church. Crazy. <laughs> I would you not. No. I would not take a girl to church on the first date. No. Good luck. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of because you kind of can't be yourself. You gotta be a little bit more reserved. So like, <laughs> you can't be laughing at church. Yeah, they like you miss it all, a whole bunch of stuff, a whole right. bunch of places. Not but, church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, but that's the thing, you know, because like, when I heard that, I was like, I was so, my brother, he's older than me, and, and when he was my age, if you took a girl to Cheesecake Factory, you, that was, you was balling. You was balling. I see you should be Okay. <laughs> what, wait, hold on, hold on. How many relationships, like great relationships, they got kids, they married for years. They still they, go to cheesecake. They, yeah, they still they go to cheesecake. I want to see what the hype is about. Like, it, so you have to. Cheesecake, it's fabulous. Uh, whatsoever. <laughs> like, and that's the thing, you know, our generation, we compare so much. We say we have to put this up against this. Listen, I'm obviously, a man should take you somewhere where hopefully you can eat there, right? Mm -hmm. it, you, if you have any dietary restrictions, he respects that, yeah, you know, yeah. all those different things. But, yeah. you know, it, it's just whole factor like, oh, well, I'm going to run to my friends and tell Twitter and tell everybody and this, that. And Stop uh, telling your friends everything. That's First of all, that's the big thing about emotional maturity. And that will save your relationship. Stop telling your friends everything. Unless you are in a safety issue, right? Mm -hmm. You not everybody gotta know your business. It's not it's not worth it because they don't know, they really don't know the ins and outs of your relationship. Unless they see y'all fighting in the parking lot, like you know, that's different. But your peace and your sanity in a relationship is so important. And I think when you hear outside noise of a lot of things, it leads you to do certain things that you yourself would never do. You know, run into Twitter every five minutes. I'm sorry, but like, you know, I just, I get real, real big about that because I think that it'll, it'll save a lot of relationships. It'll mask this maturity up. It'll, it'll help us a lot if we stop running to the internet. And the crazy thing is, you and your partner will probably move past it. But the people you invited exactly. won't. Exactly. And exactly. that's the one thing a lot of people forget. When you invite so much outside noise into your business, <laughs> the you and whoever was involved will probably move past it. Exactly. Everybody else will probably still hold it against them. Exactly. And will still cause conflict down the line. Exactly. And celebrity culture. I place a lot of blame on celebrity culture. <laughs> a lot of people are following these celebrities. I don't want to say celebrity name. No, 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 but they got their favorite celebrities. I'm going to get an email on Monday. You will get us canceled for sure, can And And what people have to mostly remember is it's entertainment for some of these celebrities. So it's like you're trying to listen to their advice when the whole time they don't even follow themselves. They don't. They really don't. They're like a whole clown. They don't. You see, like, 
Like they say, like reality TV shows and what's over like fake, but people are mimicking those things. They are. They are. Like they are. There, there's a celebrity couple that I think a lot of people have been trying to emulate. Ah, yeah. And, <laughs> no, no, no. And of course, we, we, we will not say the name. But I'm sure we're probably maybe thinking oh, of different yeah. ones. But there's a lot of stuff. But there is one right. that I always think about. And no, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what, what you and, no, it's okay. And, 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 you, bro. Um, and you know, See, I, I, don't I, even know. I just find it interesting because it always feels like a show. It's a, to me, it looks like a show. You know what I'm saying? It, it looks almost like a skit. Yeah. You know? Because everybody's different. Everybody's different. Everything's situational. True. And you know what behind closed doors. Shut them up. Don't knock. No, I like the discussion. I really like the discussion on maturity. We really need it, people. We really need it. But yeah, the, um, tell me where you guys, Instagram, where these people can find you. <laughs> we just talk about it. Instagram, which, no, 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 not, not location, but like Instagram, where you guys are at. Um, so my Instagram is it's Lori, so I T S L A U R R Y, so two R's. Got you, Kelly. I'm my dorman name at Kelly Woodson. <laughs> oh, just K E L L Y W O O D S O N. Definitely, definitely. Kenny, what do you like? Underscore Pablo G. Well, you guys know where to find me, Echo Vlad underscore. Don't forget that underscore anywhere. Tell me what you think about this episode in the comments. And like it, whatsoever. Share the episode, whatsoever. This has been the Two Man Podcast Series. Bro, I love this name, man. I have more to say. You have more to say? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm like, is this over for real? a little bit of a part two. Stay tuned to that. You'll have that link right after this one. But definitely, I wish you all the best. And with the rest, God bless. Like how women say men really just are physically into women, but they're emotionally like into their bros. You know, they can, they can share those things. They can. Oh, God, God, God. Sorry. <laughs>